Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I wanna encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Hello everyone, welcome to Why Not Me, turning trials into triumphs, seeking and embracing success. Now this is your host, Coach Todd Halls. Super excited to be with you today. I'm so grateful that you're here and I'm super excited and grateful for our guest today, Jake Anderson. Uh, Jake was with us before. He, he was actually part of our launch series uh, and, and uh, had an awesome uh, kind of initial interview there. Um, a quick backstory in case you haven't seen that. Um, I believe in divine appointments and I, I, I was on Facebook and, and Jake uh, just popped up as a, as a friend suggestion. And most of the time I just scroll right past dozens, if not hundreds of those. And anyhow, for whatever reason I, I clicked on, on Jake like this. And, and it was at a point where he had just sold his business and he had done a live video. And I, I, I listened to this video and Jake talking like, oh, I, I, need to, I need to talk to this guy. I want to get to know Jake. And so, so I invited him on. We had, a, we had a great interview. If you haven't listened to the, that intro uh, that launch series of podcasts, please go back and do that. Uh, but for those that haven't and want to know more about Jake, Jake, please tell us about you. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's been a, a 12 year run now for me in, in business and entrepreneurship. I actually discovered my passion for entrepreneurship when I was 18. I didn't even know, I didn't even know what I wanted to do in high school. I didn't have any drive or, or if anything. I mean, I, I did what I, I did what was expected. You know, I showed up, I turned in my homework and I got decent grades, but I got bit by the entrepreneur bug when I was 18 and, and I went to college, but uh, you know, through that whole experience it was all like, what do I need to do? to position myself to, 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 to accomplish this very thing. And throughout the years, you know, I, I started a, um, a, a special events lighting design company that launched in 2012. Um, actually from 2008 to 2012, I worked with a concert production, um, company that did like big shows for national recording artists and kind of had a mentor during that phase that, that who owned that business and I ended up not working out for many reasons. And, but it led me into the special events industry. Um, and that was the business that I sold. It was, it was a lighting design company. I grew it from the ground up. Um, I had, you know, about 18 employees. In fact, in 2016, I, took the very scary step of pulling myself out of the operations to really step into the, the entrepreneur role that I like to call, like the role of being the visionary, you know, I was there to kind of look at the top level strategy. I wasn't there doing the sales or the production work anymore. I was at that level um, in that business. And then in 2017, I made another really scary decision to move three hours away from it to where I live now in uh, Roanoke, Virginia. If anybody's familiar with, with Virginia, it's kind of Southwest mountain area. 
the business was in Richmond, which is the capital kind of central Virginia. So I did that for a couple of years. And, and really when I moved away, that was kind of like the, the, the moment when I realized that I needed to think about kind of the next chapter, like deep down inside, I knew I wasn't really passionate about this anymore. And then I started kind of exploring the online space in 2000, um, 2018 specifically, and, um, was working on a software project. I was writing a book, um, and it was for the special events industry, decided to shelf that project because it wasn't aligned with, with who I was either. And, but at the time I was also getting into publishing content and doing things like interviews and podcasts and going live on social media and putting out, you know, content to, to just build an audience and put out a message. And I just became over throughout, I just became really fascinated with the online space. I think it's incredible how you can just connect people, connect with people on a global scale instantaneous and even build your business. So, so even like leading up to the day, I've got an, I've got an agency now, um, Solasta digital that I'm partnered with, but like this team, like my team lives all over the world. You know, my partners in Atlanta, um, you know, we got somebody who lives in Africa who works with us. Who's actually, um, um, connected with, with my, uh, my business partner. And then we got people in, um, got somebody who lives out in Arizona that works with us, people out in the Philippines, like, you know, people all over the world. And, you know, we all work together seamlessly on this agency and it's not even a, there's really no friction to it. And it's just that, that to me just blows my mind that, you know, even on the internal side that you can do that, but then on the external side and the, the amount of people that you can impact is tremendous. So that's where I'm at right now in my entrepreneur journey. Cool. Um, well, it's exciting to see where that's going to go. What's your, what's your vision for, um, what's your vision for Celesta? Yeah. Celesta. Yep. Yeah. What's your vision for Celesta in, in, you know, 10 years from now? Where do you see it? You know, it's, it's, it's more like, so I also have a personal brand as well. Like Celesta is like my agency that, I I had really like through my experience, one of the things like when I was thinking about this next step that I was trying to extract out, like what were the things I actually loved about my experience in the special events industry? And the one thing that really, um, not only that I did really well with that helped me stand out, but I also found a lot of passion for was branding. And I'm not talking about like your logo and your colors. I'm talking about building a brand and buildings like when i think of your brand i think about this is this is the bond between your business and the customers and the people that it serves like it's that experience that you create and um all those touch points throughout the entire customer journey every single one of those touch points there is a brand experience that's that that's related to it that makes it memorable i mean think about like when you go to chick-fil-a if you've ever been to chick-fil-a and you say thank you what does every single person, every single worker in Chick Fil A, they say, "My pleasure," right? Every single one. That's that's part of that's branding, right? That's branding. That's part of their brand. They have and and I love that because it's like creating life into something that has a purpose of creating impact. And that for me is my vision. Is like I want to serve entrepreneurs. That's that. Those are the people who I who, you know, I love it. I love a lot of people, but like the entrepreneurs, those are the people who I really want to serve and taking what I have been able to extract over the years. Um, you know, I've got a podcast, so I'm getting out a message, you know, in, in business just in general, but like with Solasta digital, it's about empowering the brands of impact driven entrepreneurs and, um, you know, 
I, I don't have like a specific like number in mind, like, you know, impacting a million or impacting a thousand or impacting 10,000. It's just the vision of like becoming the best version of what we can become around that one idea of brand development and increasing online presence and visibility to help every single client that we have, that anybody who trusts us with, with their, with their time and with their money, that we're going to take their, their brand and turn it into what it's supposed to be. So it stands out from the masses and creates that impact that it's meant to do. So that's my vision is, is to be able to, is to really build this, agency that that does that for these entrepreneurs and they deserve it you know a lot of people they have this amazing expertise and this and all these and that's a lot of clients you know that come into us that's what it is like you got such an amazing solution here to this problem but we just got to fix some things to help it get into the right people into more people so more people can benefit from the thing that you have to offer and that's what i want to do for entrepreneurs i want to help them get connected with their customers more and create those bonds and remove that friction from their business. Cool. 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 Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch this. Yeah. Um, so, so that's a, a look ahead. Um, uh, if you let, let's look back a little bit because you talked, you, know, you just sold this, you sold the events business. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you, when did you know you were going to sell it? Did you start with an exit strategy in mind back in, in the beginning in 2012 or what was your, uh, how'd you get there? You know, it's, that's a, that's a really good question. And like, when you think about your exit strategy and when, when you know it's time to exit and when it's, when it's, when it, when it, when you need to start kind of taking those steps forward. Um, I had, I had a, uh, it was my general manager um, at the time. He was, kind of with me almost since the beginning, pretty much not, not when I say the beginning, it was like 2013. He had, he had, he had started working with me and, uh, and he was my general manager. And my intention was to, um, to kind of sell off some of the business to him and like, kind of like basically like pull him into business ownership. So it was, and reason I made that decision was because, um, I just, I didn't want like I knew that this, like I knew that working on special events wasn't really like something I truly cared about. And when I, when that became aware, when I was aware of that very fact, I knew that I needed to think about like, what's then what's the future for me. Right. It, I, like it, but I owned this business and I loved the business too. Like I really did have a lot of love for the business and the people and what we did, but I just didn't care about like the, the service. In fact, there were certain things about it that, um, and this is just me personally, like when I, I mean, I would see, I would see clients come in that were spending, you know, 30 or $40,000 on their wedding. And I can tell that they were paying for it themselves. And, and I knew that they were starting their marriage off in debt. And I felt like I was part of that decision, even though it wasn't me making the decision. And I just didn't feel good about that. It didn't make me feel like I was really serving a purpose. And I know there's a lot of beauty to weddings and, and things to that nature, but I just like, that was the kind of some of the things that was making me come to this awareness. It's like, I don't, 
I think that there's a, there's a bigger purpose for me somewhere. So that's when I had started that exit strategy and the exit strategy began with my general manager. We ended up, that ended up falling through. He was actually, he was actually doing some really unethical things in the business and I had to terminate him. And when I terminated him, I was like, Oh my gosh, like there goes my exit strategy. What do I do now? Well, I just, you know, the minute I knew that I needed to terminate him, I ended up calling a business broker who I had a relationship with and said, put it on the market. Let's get it for sale. This was 20, this is actually April, 2019. So he put, he had put it on the market and then, um, and it was, it was crazy because we had, uh, we had a buyer, perfect buyer. Um, it was a neighboring market. When you like, look at an objective, like this, this is, this buyer will benefit the most from buying this business for so many reasons. And, um, we had came to a deal. I had met the guy like really great, Really, it was actually a couple, couple. It was t- two partners, and they're great people, great guys. And uh, came to a deal, and then we were about to sign the purchase agreement, and then two days later, the uh, coronavirus pandemic shut the country down and completely threw the deal off the table. Um, and then I wheeled him back in, um, back in the summertime, and it pretty much went to a liquidated, liquidated sale. I lost about $200,000 <laughs> in the process and all my life's work went completely down the drain and I had to start over from scratch. And, uh, that was, that was what happened, you know, and you could choose, you got a choice to make. You can either choose to be upset about it and let it hold you down, or you could choose to, 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 you know, go in a positive direction and, 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 uh, and, and, and take it as, you know, I can't control that. can't control what happened, you know? So it was, it wasn't the exit that I envisioned, but it's the exit I got. And I'm just thankful that I could even exit because the other option was bankruptcy with this business. And, um, and I'm happy and I'm fortunate and grateful that it didn't actually end up getting to that point. Mm-hmm. So You asked my question. I was going to ask, so because so, you mentioned you know, $200,000 um, lost essentially and, and, and your life's work. Like when you, when you, when you say it like that, that's the money's one thing, but your life's work. Um, and, and yet you, you, you brought it all, you finished that off with gratitude, right? But you're thankful. Yeah. I mean, it was, so like, it, it, you know, I think I need to rephrase that. Like when I think about, I don't want it to sound like I lost my life's work because I didn't. It's just a financial thing. It was just the money. It was the energy that came from it. What really, really like when I, when I go back and I look on this, it's like I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now had I not gone through that experience. So even though financially I wasn't, you know, left with what would have felt like the investment that I had, the, the, all the risk I took, all the, like all, all the stuff on the financial column, you know, you look at all the financial risk you take and you're calculating a return on investment and, and all that, you know, at the end of it, it, I felt like that that didn't come to fruition like I was hoping, but man, the experience <laughs> that I took with me, that's the life's work that allows that that gave me the positivity because I'm, you know, and really that's what I I looked at. I was like, well, what do I have? Right. What do I, I don't have that money, but what do I have? And it's like, I've got all this experience. And as I'm speaking to other entrepreneurs, you start getting this validation too. It's like, wait a second. Like there's a lot of people that don't have this 
and I can help them with this thing that I have. And I wouldn't have this had I not gone through that experience. So it's not like my life's work went down the drain. In fact, I got quite a bit from it. It's just on that financial column. And I think sometimes we can get too caught up in the financial column and thinking that that's the only measurable for, for what is considered success, but it's just not, not in my opinion. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm hopefully not putting words in your mouth, but it almost sounds like um, with that experience, your life's work is just beginning. Oh, 100%. What it sounds like, yeah. 100%. Cool. So you mentioned, um, you, you wrote a book, uh, a few, you were talking about 2018 when you started looking at this online space and mm-hmm. uh, is did, did the book get published? What, where, what happened there? Yeah. So that was like part of that whole project. The book did not get published. Um, I was probably 90% done with the book um, as well as the software. I had a beautifully designed software and uh, in fact, you know, I, I shell, I guess we can call it shelving the project because I still have all the code and all the design. And if, if, if the right person comes along, I might see if that's something they might want to purchase from me later on it, with the book as well. But the book was called event pro systems. And uh, the, the, the intention of the book was to teach a, 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 a special events professional, how to build the systems that allows them to scale out of the operations, which is what one of my you know, kind of my claim to fame, so to speak, you know, in that industry was I was very, one of the very few people that was able to actually do that. And um, so it never got published, but I am writing another book that will get published. And that book is more aligned with my purpose and my passion. And that book is called Awaken Your Voice. And Awaken Your Voice is, um, you know, we haven't, we're actually getting ready to launch a campaign for it. I'm working with a publisher on it. And, um, and that book is more about um, finding your voice, conquering your fear of publishing, you know, doing interviews. Like I love doing like conversations like this and publishing content. This is, I, I like out of everything, this is, I get so excited about this stuff. Like it, it just, I love talking to people and communicating, but I, I, I'm also an introvert too. Like I, my, my mom laughs when she finds out that this is the stuff I'm doing because I was so shy in kindergarten. My kindergarten teacher actually called my mom and she said, you'll never believe it. But Jake actually came up today and spoke to me and asked me to help him tie his shoes. Like that's how shy and backward I was as a kid. And so for her to see that I'm doing podcasts and interviews and speaking and that kind of thing and writing, you know, there's just like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe this is little Jake out here, like, you know, doing this type of work. And, um, so for people that are that introvert or people who have a message that they want to get, they, they have to awaken their voice and they have to get it out there. So that's the purpose of the new book I'm writing. So I got some experience from event pro systems. I didn't really actually, I never made it to market, um, because I had decided to shelf that. And, um, but you know, like you said, this is really when the work is really beginning right now. So, yeah. So in your, in your experience, you know, when you think about the concept of the new book, Awaken Your Voice, um, what do you think, what do you think it is that, that holds most people back? I think there's a lot of um, self-perception that people have. Like it's, it's, uh, I was speaking to somebody the other day about, um, it was actually yesterday, in fact, and uh, she's like trying to put some ads together and some, some things, some content for, uh, for her business. And, uh, I was like, Oh, you should do this kind of a video. It was like some video real simple. 
she's like, oh my gosh, I just can't, you know, I can't have people like seeing me. I was like, why? You know, there's nothing wrong with you. Like you sound great. You're articulate. Like, and, um, oh yeah, but there's just this, like this self-perception of, of, and it's almost like, I think people, when they, it's like, you know how people hate to hear themselves or a lot of people like, oh, I don't like to hear myself talk on a recording because there's something about hearing yourself speak and you just automatically, I guess there's something in your brain that automatically starts picking apart the things you don't like about how you sound. So it's like, and, and I knew that's what it was for me. And that's something I noticed with a lot of people is that, is that when it comes to, to speaking out, there's that. And there's also like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to talk about. I can't figure out what words I want to put into it. I don't sound, you know, I don't sound as, I don't sound like somebody that would be, you know, who's going to care about what I have to say. Like there's all these, this, this is a huge mindset shift that has to happen first, you know, with, with all this. And the thing that helped me the most, and I'll tell you this little story, this really helped change it for me. Um, well, two things. The first one is first, you got to make sure you're, you're, you're going with something you're passionate about. That's number one. Like it has to be something I, I I'll use this as like a little test. It's like, imagine that you're going to speak on stage in front of 5,000 people. I mean, physically walking on stage and you're in a stadium, you're in a cowboy stadium. I'm just thinking of a big stadium and the whole stadium's filled and you have to walk on that stage and give a speech to all those people. Terrifying to anybody who's never done that. Like that just sounds terrifying, right? It's like, okay, well, you got to pick one thing to talk about on that stage that you would feel the most comfortable with. Well, you know, what would that be? Okay, we'll start with that. You know, start with that. Start with the thing that you're most comfortable talking about to help you get comfortable with it. And, you know, using that kind of metaphor as a way to kind of bridge you over into like, okay, well, I know that I can speak about, like for me, it's business and entrepreneurship, branding, like things to that nature. Like I could talk about that stuff all day long. It's no big deal. I can walk on the stage at the Cowboy Stadium and feel fine talking about that. But if you ask me to talk about, you know, um, uh, how to train dogs or something, I'm just picking some random, like I, <laughs> I would be really uncomfortable. I would overthink it and it would, it would be difficult for me. So there's that. And then the other thing is flipping the lens and flipping the lens from you and that self-perception to thinking about the people that you're serving. And, uh, and I remember I had, uh, this was when I was kind of getting new and it, I, um, I had done a live or a live uh, video on my Facebook page and I was talking about, I was like really stressed out at this point. This is, again, I'm dealing with this business and I felt like I was, my life was like just redlining. Like I was just at that red line. Then you imagine the RPMs in a car and like that needles all over, all the way over at the red line. And that's what I was feeling like. And I was just talking about it and, and I was documenting my journey. And after I post that live, I, somebody had messaged me. He didn't comment. He didn't like it or anything. Like he didn't engage with the, the actual like piece, the live video he's just sent me a message and he said, I really needed to hear this today because I have been dealing with this tremendous amount of stress. And I just felt like you were speaking to me and I just wanted to say, thank you for, for, for putting that out there. And at that moment in time, that's when I realized like, wait a second, like this is, this is bigger than who I, this is bigger than me. You know, this is, I have, we all have this tool of the internet to get our message out to, to, to so many people and you can help so many people. So when I think about kind of awakening my voice and how to get through that, I think about like, who can I help today by sending out my message? And that helps me from a mindset perspective, like, 
you know, it takes, it takes the attention away from, oh, you know, I, I, so there's certain filler words like, you know, and like, and, um, and the, the little things that you pick yourself apart on, just, just go, just hit record and go and, and, and get it out there and, and you'll get better over time too. I mean, it just, it takes practice. You gotta, you gotta get some, some of the bats to get better at that stuff. That's, uh, I'm going to call that fantastic words of encouragement to anybody listening. <laughs> That's thinking, man, sh should I do this? You know, what, um, am I good enough? Uh, so uh, what I heard, Jake, was uh, everybody, you are. You are good enough. Somebody out there needs your message. And even if it's just one person, um, even one person that you reach today or tomorrow or, or each day, it's, it's so worth it because um, we're, I believe that we were created to be in community and to help each other out. And if, if, you know, thank you for that, Jake, because, and I, I, I've been there some days I'm still there. Like, do I, do I really want to do this? And, and the, the message always comes back. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of obligated to do this because somebody out there may need to hear it. I mean, think about how we got connected, right? You saw my live right. and, and, and now we're on an interview and who knows somebody might hear this interview that needed to hear this message. And it, it, it so I, I just feel like there's always this purpose of, but it would never, it would never happen. If I never did that live, we wouldn't be having this interview and who knows where this takes things, you know, who knows what the future has with, with, with where these relationships go. And, with, and it, it's, that's the way I, I, it's always the way I see it. It's like, there's always opportunity. It just seems to come up when you publish. Absolutely. Uh, so I've got one more quick question because when you're talking about um, the, the the stress of it all and redlining, um, what do you do for self care? How do you how do you keep yourself healthy in the midst of entrepreneurship? Yeah, so self care is extremely important, and um, I have my I have my good days and I have my bad days, and uh, <laughs> some days I'm much better at, at self care than others. Uh, one thing that um, couple things that I, I do that I feel like really help is there are moments in time during my day where I just feel stressed and I can tell that I'm getting reactive. Like you, you have to, you have to bring awareness to your reactivity. That reactivity is coming from a place of stress. And anytime I feel like that, I, I always go outside. I always go outside and I breathe in the air. I'll go for a walk. I, I just leave my environment that I'm in right now. So like I'm in my, my studio office space here that where I work. And if I'm sitting here working and I start feeling stress, well, I'm going to leave the environment right now. That's keeping this, that where the stress started and go somewhere else and, and, and use that as like, okay, this is a way to just get grounded for a second. Sometimes if it, especially, um, I don't do this all the time, but another thing that also really helps is I'll take my shoes and socks off and put my, my feet in the grass and the dirt and kind of get grounded with earth a little bit, you know, or find, or find a, uh, there's like a little babbling brook, you know, down the road from where I live, I'll go there and just kind of like sit there and listen to the water and just be present. Like presence, I think is, is, is key to it all breath work um breath work i'm not i don't do like i'm learning a little bit more about breath work so it's not something i i, don't, I wouldn't consider myself like a expert in it or anything but i just try to take deep breaths close my eyes and um and just focusing on presence one, one book that really i think changed my life quite a bit was um 
it was, I don't know if you're familiar with Eckhart Tolle, but he has a book called A New Earth. And A New Earth is, it's all about the egoic mind and how to be present. Uh, it's, and he actually did a podcast where he took each chapter of the book and did a masterclass and was interviewed by Oprah. Um, so you get, if you type in a new earth, like Eckhart Tolle will come up in, in any of the podcast platforms. And that's where I started with that. And I started becoming like, I didn't realize, um, like I learn a lot about the ego, like listening to that, you know, and I'm not talking about the ego isn't because most people don't know the ego is, it's not just about like arrogance or anything like ego is like seeking identification constantly. And it's like it, it the, the present moment kills ego. Ego can't live in the presence. So if you take things to the presence, you get rid of a lot of, I call what I like to call mental trash you're kind of flushing out that you're taking out the mental trash when you're in that present moment. And, and it just creates this like sense of peace and, and just fulfillment. So that's what I like to do from self-care from a mental standpoint. Exercise is something that's where I probably fall short a little bit, but um, it's just building those habits and I, and I'm going to start being a little bit more intentional about exercise. And uh, I used to be in CrossFit. I know you had to cross, you're doing CrossFit. I've, I've been through, through those are really incredible programs too. And actually it's funny, like I used to think a CrossFit is like something that only super fit people would do, but it's just, that's not true at all. Like I would be in the, there was actually the gym that I was in, there was a 90 year old or 80 or maybe not 90, he's old. I mean, he was a really old man and he was in there, you know, doing the routines. And I saw there was another, there was a guy that was like three or four, I mean, very overweight, but he was in there. He's probably three or 400 pounds. I mean, he was really overweight, but he was in there and he was in the gym and he was putting in the work. So, um, finding, finding places of exercise, I think, um, is kind of where I want to go next with self-care. Cool. Cool. Thanks for the insight. It's, um, I think the value there is it starts between the ears, right? It's it's getting getting our heads in the right place, and I think without that, it's uh, it's hard to make any any lasting progress, and, and especially when, where stress is concerned. And that's not to discount um, exercise. Anybody, I'm a proponent of of movement daily, so so don't don't take that as an excuse to not go exercise because they go hand in hand. Uh, but cool. Hey, Jake, if, uh, for our listeners, if they want to connect with you and find you, where, where can we get a hold of you? Where can we connect? Yeah, sure. For sure. And, 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 um, I'm actually working on my personal brand website, um, which is live. I, I've got a couple of different places, but but this is going to be the place where, depending on what journey you want to take with me, if you want to listen to my podcast, if you want to come in a Facebook group, or if you want to work with me as a client, um, it's just jakeanderson.org. So www.jakeanderson with an O-N dot org, O-R-G. And um, there um, I'm going to have, you know, all my podcast episodes will be hosted there. You'll see, you know, more information about, um, you know, I've got a community. I'm really big in human connection and building community. So I got a Facebook group that I run called Core Collective. And, um, but all that, you can access all those things. It, you, you can go to my, my website and you'll be able to get, you know, Whatever, whatever journey you want to take with me, be able to listen to my podcast or be part of community or work with me. So it's jakeanderson.org. Cool. Thanks, Jake. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do with Celesta and just uh, coming along on this journey. So thank you so much for being here. Listeners, once again, if you, if you haven't checked out the launch series, go back and listen to our interview with Jake from the launch series. Uh, yeah. And thanks for tuning in. Until next time, everybody. Peace to you. 
Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.